Hi everyone, welcome back to the Open Minded Podcast. Uh, today we'll be diving into crystals. I will be covering what they are, what they do, and the basic starter crystals. I will also be sharing where I got mine and how to get them. When I had started my spiritual journey, this was the first thing that I had gone into. But I feel like kind of crystals um, jumped to me. I kept having videos pop up on my YouTube timeline explaining like crystals 101, beginners for crystals and like all this stuff. And I was just like, what? And then I kept seeing things on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And I was just like, what is going on? And then my mom gives me my grandma's ring that had a crystal in it. And I was just like, okay, obviously something's trying to get my attention here. And it's obviously crystals. The universe is working its power. It's working its way to get my attention on this situation. So I was obsessed. I mean, I was watching videos about it all the time. I was doing so much research and I just knew I needed to dive into this higher energy. I thought they were super beautiful and super cool. And I dove headfirst into it. I mean, I was just obsessed as soon as I started learning what they do, how they use their powers and energy and all this stuff. So I thought I always think that's pretty cool when I explain how I got into crystals is that I feel like it kind of chose me and it wasn't something I had dived into on my own. So I think that's super cool. But you might be wondering, 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 what exactly are they? Yes, they're cool looking stones, but what exactly are crystals? Here's an explanation. Crystals often form in nature when liquids cool and start to harden. Certain molecules in the liquid gather together as they attempt to become stable. They do this in a uniform and repeating pattern that forms the crystal. Crystals form from the earth, obviously, so they're going to have a lot of high frequencies. They also form a certain way in order for it to grow. It uses a certain amount of energy. So once you start working together with a crystal, you will ultimately flow the same way together through energy fields. Here is, that's kind of like a watered down version of how crystals really work. Um, but here's how I like to think of it. This, I don't remember who it was, but some girl on YouTube had said it in this way. And I just was like, that just clicks. That makes sense to me. So I wanted to share that with you. And it's, you're dancing with someone separately. Like you, you're both dancing, right? But you're doing two completely different moves when you're apart. One of you is doing the disco and the other one of you is doing the moonwalk, something, okay? You're both doing different, different moves when you're apart. But when you match eyes and you start to move closer to each other and you're in each other's energy and aura, you dance and flow the same way, right? When you get close to someone and start dancing, it's usually in the same pattern, the same flow, the same rhythm. 
Everything has energy. So when something enters your energy field, it changes. Anything that comes into your energy is affecting you. So when crystals come in, it does the same thing. Different types of crystals hold different types of healing powers to help you achieve or work on whatever that crystal is bringing into your life. Now that you understand vaguely of how they are made and why they work, which ones do which? Here's a couple of great starter crystals that are the most common and easiest to find. Amethyst. Its powers is known for opening your spirituality and intuition. This helps with finding strength and inner peace, reduces insomnia, stress, headaches, hormone reproduction, strengthens immune system, and connects to your third eye. Yes, like I said, people, crystals hold a lot, a lot of energy and can help you with so many different things. Amethyst color is purple. You can usually find them in a clump with spiky points. Um, Number two, aquamarine. Now, I know I talked about this in the last episode, but I'll just go go over it again. Its powers is clarity and purification. Helps with bringing resolution to unsolved problems, self-courage, fears or phobias. Helps with circulation and inflammation. This color is light blue. Number three, citrine. Oh my gosh, you guys, citrine is absolutely my favorite, favorite, favorite crystal. I think it's super beautiful and I love the way it looks and it helps me with a lot of things in life, Um, but it's known to be the energizing crystal. It helps with courage, hope, self-expression, brings abundance and prosperity. Its color is usually like a yellowish orange, but more on the yellow side. I mean, guys, I love citrine so much. I have two citrines, um, and I got like a smaller one and a little bigger one. And I also have a citrine necklace. So I love citrine. I think, I don't know, for some reason, me and citrine, we just vibe. We vibe so well together. Um... Number four is clear quartz. This is like number one recommendation I give to anyone who is first starting out with crystals. Clear quartz works for everything and helps intensify powers. So it works for all areas of the body and mind. Helps with meditation. Brings you to a higher self. Removes negativity. Better thinking and awareness. Helps to connect to spirit guides. And as the name, the color is clear. Number five, aventurine. I love aventurine too. Oh my gosh, it is so pretty. I love it. It is green, um, but I wish just every piece of jewelry I ever own is made out of aventurine and I can just wear it all the time. Um, it is so, so pretty. And it definitely helps with a lot of good positive vibes. Um, It promotes positive and easygoing attitude with life. This is one to help with compassion and empathy, stimulates your mind and creativity, motivation, independence, sore muscles, anxiety, and sleep. Helps with a lot of things. Um, Number six, 
And like I said earlier, Venturine is green. Um, number six is Red Jasper. Stabilizes and balances your life. Helps you when you are dealing with a lot of negative energy or situations you have going on. Stimulates blood flow and its color is a deep red. I feel like Red Jasper is very slept on. Um, if you have a lot of negativity in your life or it's just like negative situation, bad luck, all this stuff, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is definitely something that I feel like can benefit you and help you a lot. Um, I know it's definitely helped me in 2020 with Red Jasper. So definitely, definitely dive into Red Jasper. I feel like not a lot of people talk about it or really use it too often, but I think it's, it's just very, very underrated. So dive into it, please, at some point. Um, and now for almost everyone's favorite and most well-known, Rose Quartz. It promotes unconditional love, forgiveness, peace, compassion, helps with harmony and relationships, teaches true essence in love, opens your heart, helps you express your emotions, deep inner healing, self-confidence, and attracts love into your life. Its color is light pink. So now that you know which ones kind of do which, um, and by the way, there are like so many other different crystals. These were just a couple that I had picked that I think are great starter crystals. Um, but also, now that you kind of know a couple of them, crystal shapes are also very important. A double point, okay, where it's pointing on both ends, um, absorbs and emits energy, transforms negative energy. So it'll... If you are holding this crystal and it has two points, it's going to take that. And if you're holding it towards you and the other point is pointing towards the outside, you can, it'll help absorb your energy and emit your energy. So I always like to be very careful with these double-sided ones because if your energy is low and you're using a clear quartz, um, and one is pointing towards you and the other one is pointing out, um, it can definitely kind of take that energy out into the universe when you're on a low vibration. But if you're on a good vibration, it can do that too. I mean, it can help with a lot of different things, um, but double-sideds are just a little tricky, so just try to be careful with those. Um, a point. A point is basically where it's concentrated and directs this energy where it's pointing up. So it'll like be flat on one side and pointing on the other side. I love these ones. I think they're just like super cool and um, you can stand them and make them look really pretty and cool. Um, so when you're using this crystal, definitely have the point, the point of the crystal pointing towards you. Wow, lots of points in that. Um, then we have the point pointing towards you. So it can really get into the energy. A cluster. A cluster is basically a bunch of points in one crystal. It radiates throughout a space. These are really awesome to have in a room, a living room, bedroom, whatever. Um, it really brings the energy out into the world in a space. It's to give you more of a visual in your mind, it's a huge clump and it'll have just a point. It'll have points just pointing up out of it and just kind of in like sporadic places in the cluster. So um, 
these are great for when you like I see a lot of amethyst um with pointy ones like this and they're set in living rooms or kitchens or bedrooms or wherever in your home um so those can kind of be used towards that but they can also be used for your intentions so um then there's raw raw is strong open open sporadic and powerful energy um i have a couple of raw crystals and I think they're awesome. I think they're super cool. They're just more like rigidy and more rock feeling to them, um, rather than, rather than them being smooth. Um, so I always feel a little more into it when I have some rock crystals I'm working with because it just feels more, more powerful in a way. But it doesn't mean that it is. I just personally feel that way. But the kind of general rule is if a crystal is smooth and rounded, its energy will be calmer and more balanced. If a crystal contains points or is not smooth, its energy will be directed by the direction of the points. The size of the crystal does not necessarily dictate the strength of its energy. That last one is very important. I think a lot of People might think, okay, well, I want to get clear quartz, but I want it to be very powerful. So I'm going to um, buy one that is bigger than my hand and I'm going to keep it in my room or I'm going to do whatever with it. And yes, that is great um, and totally do it. But there's no difference between buying a bigger one and a handheld one. Um, I always kind of vibe better with ones that are handheld and can fit into my hand and are a little smaller because that way I can carry them around with me whenever I need it whenever I need need it or it's just easier to carry around with me and I'll kind of go into why you why I carry them around with me a little later um but I always kind of like the handheld ones um the ones that aren't too big Now you may ask, okay, once I get them, how do I use it? First, you're going to want to cleanse them before trying to use it. Anyone's energy can be inside of it when you purchase, so you'll definitely want to clear it before attracting its energy into your life. Let's say you go, this is an example of what I'm trying to say, but let's say you go to a crystal shop and you find an amethyst that you really like. Well, that amethyst um, has probably been touched by a couple of people throughout the store and it probably absorbed that person's energy. Um, So you're definitely going to want to cleanse it out and make sure that person's energy that had once picked up the crystal or even the shop owner's energy is not in that crystal and you can start working with it um, on your own. Or let's say you get it from Etsy and that person had probably held on to that crystal for quite a while so it's gonna have that person's energy into it and then they touch it and put it into shipment and then they send it out and now it's in the mail and it finally gets to you so it's definitely gonna have a lot of different energy as by the time that it gets to you um so like I said you're gonna want to cleanse it before you even try using it 
So you can do this. You can also cleanse your crystal after you've had it for a while. Um, but if it's, but if it involves or is around any negative energy or when your intention just tells you it's time to cleanse and recharge it, um, you can do this by placing your crystal under the sun or moonlight for at least four hours. I tend to leave mine out for all day or all night, but you can bury your crystal into the earth. Um, it allows it to become recharged from the earth. It's probably my favorite way to do it. I feel like it's definitely more powerful and and, and intentional that way. You can also recharge the crystal by using sage or incense smoke. You can also use water to cleanse it, but please be very wary of how you cleanse each certain crystal. Different kinds need different types of cleansing and sun or like the sun and water and smoke sometimes can affect and lose its power on a couple of crystals. So definitely be diving in and researching how to cleanse that certain crystal if you do go to buy it like here's some here's some things um that can affect it while you're cleansing it like here's a couple of crystals like ones that don't need cleansing that we talked about today is citrine um the ones that don't like water that we talked about today is um did we talk about turquoise i don't think we did but turquoise um and crystals that don't like sunlight which were probably most of the ones we talked about today were aventurine amethyst aquamarine citrine rose quartz so those ones do not like the sunlight so don't leave them in you know 80 degree weather to have them burn (laughs) um but now to properly use it You need to focus and be in a calm environment where you can put all of your energy into it. You're going to hold it and use your intention to let your crystal know what this crystal can help you with. Or you can meditate it within your, in your hand, on your body, or next to you. That's usually how I like to do mine. I mean, for me, I kind of go into this whole shabam thing because I think it's fun. I think it, it's more powerful for me to do it this way. Um, but just to kind of give you an example of how I do, I will use sage to cleanse me, cleanse any, you know, bad energy or bad thoughts. Um, and then I'll go into yoga and then I'll meditate for a little bit and then I'll take the crystal. I'll set my intention with it and write out my intentions and yeah. So that's how I do my crystals. But like I said, you do not have to go into that. You can literally just grab the crystal and be like in a calm environment and be like, you know, just hold on to it and say your intention. To give you an example of an intention, let's say you've been feeling insecure and upset with how you look. You get your citrine out and you hold it and say something along the lines of, I am putting all of my energy into this crystal to help me with self-confidence and how I feel about myself. Now, now that you set your intention with your crystal and did it whatever way that you want to, carry it around with you. Yes, carry it around. Um, 
keep it in your pocket throughout the day in your purse or bag. You can turn it into a necklace or a ring. Um, it will bring that energy into your life as you go throughout the day. So you definitely want to keep it with you. You don't want to set your intention with this crystal and then just leave it at home. It's not really going to do too much for you. You're going to want to carry it around with you. So know that. And that's why I usually tend to like to get, tend to get the more smaller ones. Um, not like pebble size, but kind of just like normal outside rock size, I guess you could say. I usually like to get that size um, or one that can kind of fit in my palm. That way it's easy to put it in my pocket. I can put it anywhere. You know what I mean? It's just super easy to do anything with. And then also can make it into a crystal or a necklace if you're going to be using it for a long time and really take that and keep it throughout your everyday life. Like that's why there's a lot of stones with aventurine in it. And there's a lot of ones with citrine and um, amethyst because those ones are ones that you can constantly use throughout your life, you know? So, yeah. Um, also keep in mind, it's not going to magically happen for you after you set your intention with it. You have to be actively holding yourself to whatever in your intention was. Crystals are tools to help you bring the energy you want into your life. It's not a magical spell. Like I said earlier, you have to be in the same wavelength in order to flow together. Like the example I was using earlier, if one person you're dancing with is doing disco and you're trying to slow dance with them, it's not going to work. An example is if you use citrine to help with self-confidence, maybe you start holding your physical appearance a little better. Maybe you curl your hair or you put on your favorite shirt that makes you feel confident. Try something new when the opportunity presents itself. Being on the same wave, length, and energy field as your crystal is super important. Crystals hold so much energy that when you're doing good with your intention, you have set it with, it will bring you abundance. It will work wonders for you if you give it something to work with. So, you know, if you're using this to train for self-confidence and you use it, you set your intention, you feel really good about it, but then you're going around and you're still saying negative things about yourself and you're not putting as maybe as much effort as you did in the past because you feel low about yourself or you're just constantly disgusted with the way you look and you're just no, 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 and you're still being shy and you're still being in your box and you're still being those things that you don't want to be anymore the crystal is only going to do so much for you maybe it'll give you a little confidence boost every once in a while but it's definitely not going to help you in the long run it's not going to help you for multiple weeks at a time you know what i'm saying so you have to give the crystal something to work with <laughs> um but for something a little bit fun, um, let me tell you some the most powerful crystals for your zodiac sign. And there are a couple in here that aren't the ones we talked about earlier. But if you hear your zodiac sign and you're just like, yes, I sounds good, going to do it. Um, 
dive into them, look into them. Um, Aries, Agate, Tiger's Eye, Aquamarine, and Jasper. Taurus, Rose Quartz, Appleite. Oh my gosh, I'm so horrible at saying that one. I'm sorry, I'm going to skip it. Jade and Selenite. Gemini, Moonstone, Lapis, Lazui. Oh my gosh, you guys, I don't know what's going on with my brain. And Turquoise, Cancer, Garnet, Moonstone, Agate, Red Jasper. (laughs) Finally got ones, oh my gosh. Leo, Tourmaline, Agate, and Citrine. Virgo, Amethyst, Quartz, Obsidian. I'm sorry, guys, I had to write these down. I um, could not remember all of these off the top of my head. Libra, turquoise, citrine, amethyst. Scorpio, aquamarine, citrine, malachite, and quartz. Sagittarius, turquoise, aventurine, and fluorite. Capricorn, rose quartz, aventurine, and amethyst. Aquarius, hepite, Hepatite, sorry, hepatite, emerald, amethyst. Pisces, red jasper, agate, and moonstone. Some places you can buy these are from your local crystal shops near you or on Etsy. Uh, Please do your research when you go to buy online. Again, they shouldn't be super crazy or expensive unless it's a pretty big size. Um... And please make sure that they are real and not man-made or factory-made. The factory ones, I don't know if I had mentioned it earlier, but the factory ones are mostly made out of glass, so it doesn't actually hold any power. It's just glass. <laughs> so, um, but again, thank you guys for so, for tuning in to this episode. Thank you so much um, for listening to this episode on crystals today. Please follow us on Instagram at the Open Minded Podcast to see what these crystals look like um, that I had mentioned earlier so you can get an idea of what to look for if you go out shopping for them. Have a wonderful Saturday, and if you do decide to dive into the world of crystals after this episode and have any questions, feel free to message me and I will gladly respond. I'm not a crazy expert, but I'll definitely be... I'll definitely try my best to answer your questions. Um, Thank you guys so much again for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. And I've really been appreciating everyone's love and support from Instagram uh, about the podcast. Thank you guys so much. And so many people have been reaching out to me saying that they really love the episode. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And it warms my heart so much that you guys are really starting to like this podcast. So All right, guys. Peace out. Bye.